Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. What's up, everybody? Producer Neil here. Um, we had a little late of an episode. I'm so sorry that it's a it's a little late. It usually comes out Thursday at 8 p.m. That's my fault. We had a lot of you know the smoke in Philadelphia. Sherry and I are trying to coordinate. I apologize. It's on me, so do not worry. Um, but we've got a great episode for you. You might even be able to hear it in the background if my mic's picking it up. We're super excited for it. Um, so stay tuned. We appreciate everything. Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, enjoy the episode. Bye. Pretty face like that, I can be mad at you. Say independent woman with an attitude. I can give you what you want, but you don't really need it because you never want for nothing. So when me wrong, the action of my place. If you tell me that you can't, then baby. Hi, welcome to Crimes to Remember. And I'm Sherry Franklin. And my co-host today is producer Neil. How are you doing today, Neil? I'm doing wonderful. I'm happy to be here. Good to see you again, Sherry. All right. So today we're looking at Sharon Carr. And Sharon Carr is actually uh, the youngest convicted in history in the UK. And um, she was 12 at the time that she committed the crime. Um, It was a girl by the name of... Katie Ratcliffe and Katie Ratcliffe had went to a club called Ragamuffins and while she was there she had saw her ex-boyfriend so she wanted to reconnect with him and then unfortunately he stated to her that he had moved on and that he actually had his new girlfriend at the club with him so not only was she hurt she figured she'd just leave the club and her friends didn't see her, so they had already left and because they couldn't find her. And they assumed that she had left with him. But in actuality, she was heartbroken by what he had told her, and she didn't leave him. So she was inebriated and toasty, and she figured, well, I'll just you know, walk home and whatever and sulk because she was upset. And uh, as she's walking home, unfortunately, Sharon Carr is in a car with two grown men. And remind you, she's 12 at the time. She jumps out the car and decides to attack Katie. Now, they didn't know each other at all. Um, She just chose a random person. And she attacked her and stabbed her. And she ended up stabbing her 32 times. And then they put her body in the car and drove her. Uh, They were in one part of town, and they ended up taking her to, I think it was Farnborough, Farnborough, where they left the body by a wall in the cemetery, which was five miles away. So not only had she stabbed her 32 times, but unfortunately, she had stabbed her in the vagina and in the anus uh, because it was sexual in nature, and it was it turned her on. It was appealing to her. Oh, shit. Which was crazy, right, for a 12-year-old. So... They did interviews with people from the Ragamuffin Club, and they ended up talking and interviewing at least like 500 club members. And so, of course, they were like, because it was sexual nature, they figured a grown man had done it. So they kept looking for men and interviewing them, and they couldn't get any leads. And the crazy part is then the case just got cold because they weren't able to come up with anything. Hmm. So... Two years to the anniversary of when Katie Ratcliffe was murdered, 
Sharon Carr was at school and she had asked a girl to come in the bathroom with her to help her find something that she had dropped. She knew her in school. And when the girl went in the bathroom, that's when Sharon decided to pull out a knife and she stabbed her and punctured her lungs. Now, the crazy part was it was unprovoked. She just wanted right. to stab her. And then she, you know, walked off and girls came in there, luckily in the bathroom, and they were able to call someone and they got her to the hospital in time. So she didn't die. Right. Um, so they took Sharon into a mental facility right. because they wanted her to get checked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Maybe give it old looky-loo around the old brain up there, huh? Basically, they're like, something, she's not wrapped too tight. You're like, it's got to be yeah, something wrong. Something's going so on. So the crazy part was, not only did they take the mental facility to observe her, but she became aggressive and irate and started attacking the staff members. Okay. So then they took her to prison because right. they were like, we just can't deal with her. And... um. While she was there, of course, she wanted to run her mouth and oh, brag about things. Really? She's like, this is going. She's tw- tw- still twelve. This now is, this is no, two she's, years later, 14, so she's fourteen. Fourteen. Now. Right. So yeah, when okay. she killed Katie Ratcliffe, she was twelve when she did that. Oh uh, yeah, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so the crazy part was she was there and she started talking about things, and then when they took her in to interrogate her in reference to Katie Ratcliffe because she was dropping hints of, you know, stabbing a random person. Um, she talked for hours and went on to brag and she was proud of herself. Uh, she thought it was great. And um, then she went into the details, you know, of stabbing her 32 times. <laughs> and it's appalling because now around the age of 11 though, she had started doing drugs okay. and she, her mom was into voodoo. So her mom taught her voodoo and she was very big into voodoo also. Now, the other unfortunate part was also that she was abused as a child because her mother and father were, they were just both abusive and very violent. And um, when she was younger, uh, not only did they beat her and she had been burned a couple of times, they would also rub hot peppers on her genitalia. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that to, that to torture. Okay. Yeah, listen, it was yeah, sadistic. Right. So it there's just, some things in here we might understand why she's pretty mad. She's right, angry. Basically, there's she's completely lost. Yeah, yeah. And um she was uh born, what was it? Uh this is your vagina. It's got a lovely pepper paste on it. No, <laughs> uh, you're like, that's horrendous. Pepper just it's such a specific thing, especially in Britain. I, I feel like, right? This is still in Britain, right? right. Uh I mean, I know they like their heat, more curry, stuff like that. I just didn't realize that these white people had peppers. It's very interesting. Yeah. No, uh, that these people over there have peppers. Yeah, it's. I, I, I've never even heard of that. Have you ever heard of anything like that? No, no. That that, that blew my mind when I found out that that's what our parents had did to her. Yeah. And so okay. she was born in Belize, uh, born December 21st, 1981. And um, they ended up moving and whatnot. So, of course, she was in the UK. And then um, a year after being there, the fa- the father decided he wanted to leave. Okay. So when he had said he was leaving the mother, Sharon's mother took a pan of hot oil that was on the stove and burned him. Oh, shit. Him, okay. Basically. So Sharon wasn't really, you know, shocked or surprised because she was so used to the violence in the household. Right. It really wasn't a big deal to her, though. And um, luckily, he did survive. But uh, yeah, her mom ended up going into a mental facility. And Sharon Carr went into foster care for like a month. Social services dealt with her for one month and at that time, but then sent her back to the mom. 
which to me, I think we should have just cut our losses with that and just kept her out of that house. I mean, there's never enough time and fault, which I get because the system is already overloaded with like right. kids and stuff. So like, it's um, it's tough that you know, really a kid should be observed for probably a long time. And and parents who they're given to, especially after something traumatic like that should be kind of like really look at or expect, you know, to look after the kid and really over the long term, start noticing any behavior because right. Like they've been, they've gone through a very traumatic thing and one month at a foster home, right. you definitely need to be under observation for a lot longer at that age. Cause you know, they exhibit, we've seen it so many times where they start to exhibit behavior right. through trauma. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So they were able, you know, like I stated, two years later, to be able to put Katie Ratcliffe's crime uh, with Sharon Carr because, you know, she confessed to it. Um, not only that, they ended up finding a journal of hers. And in her journal, she stated um, that she was born to be a killer. Mm. Um, and she would definitely kill again. And... Um, she just got satisfaction out of it. She got satisfaction wow. from, uh, you know, she mutilated the body. Um, she got satisfaction from, it was a sexual gratification from her that she got by stabbing her in the vagina and the anus. Right. She was, like that was a turn on to her. That intrigued her. And um, it, it's crazy because in her diary, she also, you know, you know, talked about stabbing and slitting people's There throat. was abuse, even and, younger than 12. That's It's got to be. Like, I mean, the burning and stuff, but like that, if the, if that was just some of it, you're right, there's probably a lot more in there that she's not either remembering, doesn't want to remember, right. or, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure she blacked out some of the trauma that she yeah. dealt with. Especially when your, your parents are like, sexually like, assaulting you and like, doing... Yeah. Well, like, that kind of rage like ramps up. That's yeah. Like that's kind of, that's why I'm like, wait a second. She's 12. And what were some of the things that happened? But like when you have a kid here, like all of a sudden just pops out and it's just hyper violent. Right. You're like, this kid's been, this kid has been trauma, like traumatized for years because it, it, you have to make right. them. And her mom was very aggressive and um, mm -hmm. it just led to her being aggressive because at 11, she started doing drugs Okay. and uh, she shoplifted and uh, she just was, she was out of control. She just, it, you know, her aggressive nature was just horrendous. And then, um, so they had her in the one facility at one point. And then uh, she acted out. So, of course, they transferred her. There was one point when she got so violent with trying to stab and kill the staff along with the other patients that they actually transferred her to a male prison. Wow. Which is the craziest thing I've heard in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that blew my mind. But, um. She ended up being in this one facility and it was men and women in the one facility she was at. So she met this guy oh, no. and I know it's the last thing we need. Right. Basically you're like, That's... we don't need her coming across oh, anyone good. else. Yeah. Yeah. Convicts like, with their own bag of who right, <laughs> of nonsense basically. in their heads. Thank you. You're like, let's add insult yeah, to injury. More, She's yeah. like, Oh my goodness, this should be a good idea. My God, you're so cute. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I love the way you hold your knife. <laughs> like, you're like, Oh my God, you stab the same way I do. Oh my God. And, it's crazy because uh, the guy's name was Robbie Lane. Okay. And the interesting part about it was they they loved each other and they just <laughs> wanted to get married. Uh -huh. So the facility was going to allow them to get married. They had ordered rings and everything. Right. Jesus. Right. So a week before they were going to get married, a story had came out okay. uh, pertaining to Sharon Carr. And then also she had found out details about Robbie Lane's cr uh, crime. So Robbie Lane was locked up because... He had murdered her, his mother and gouged her eyes out. 
oh, what's right. going on in Britain at this time? Yeah, you're like, this is I great. mean, it's not great over here either, I guess. Right. But they, you know they, what I mean? I'm like, right. yeah, You're taking okay. it to another level on this one. And, um, you know, and then when he found out what she did, right. uh, when they were getting ready to get married, they actually uh, threw the rings and they, they were repulsed by each other. Wait, what? Because Right. Because the thing was, he touched on something about a, his crime, but he didn't tell her the full truth. Just like right. Robbie didn't know the full truth of what Sharon Carr did. And then they stayed after it. They were repulsed by each other. So they didn't want to get married. First of all, you knew both of you were criminals. So, You've got to be joking with me, right? Right. <laughs> like, this is, you're like, whoa, whoa, you killed your mom? Like, mm, if you killed your dad, I mean, we could have made it work, but, but your mom? Well, like, they, really? so, they, so they met each other and kind of felt smitten a little bit. Yeah, they were loving and each then, other. And they didn't, right, they didn't disclose their crime. They just, <laughs> they sugarcoated on, you know, like, I like well, that. I might have, you know, like she could have probably said, oh, self-defense and someone so, got yeah. murdered. You know, right. So she sugarcoated it. And just Murderers like, and their right. dating faux pas. <laughs> Basically, you're like, whoa, kill your mom? Well, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, come on. Now, if it was your cousin. Who does that? You're like, I don't want real close relatives. As long as you do like the third cousin, I mean, I could probably get past that. But. Well, you know, it's there's a, there's a lot of fish in the sea out there inside of those prisons. You know, you got a lot of murderers to pick from. So, uh, so it that was just it, it blew my mind that she did that. Uh, and prisoner date island, away. like floating head, like she's she's in there. Like I'm just gonna have to say goodbye to him. I just don't think like you're like yeah, you like, <laughs> like you know, like, I don't that's know. a deal breaker. You're yeah, like yeah, yeah. when I found out he gouged the eyes out. I was okay if he had stabbed us thirty right. times, but then removing the eyes. Whoa, I whoa. can't. Like, come on now, a little <laughs> much. Got to get out of this prison island. Like, it's like, wait, what? I love this. You're like, oh, this I is nuts. Like this. Yeah, okay. So they don't end up getting married. Basically. Right. <laughs> and then the crazy part is, um, as of now, she's what, 42? Okay. And um, she wants out. Oh, but, well, I'm right, sure she does. Basically. Right. right. Like, yeah, all of us do. We, we all like certain things in life. But her violence and the problems that she's caused in the different institutions she's been in in the prison, yeah. now, like, she, they just, they don't feel like there's any way to reform her because right. she still lashes out and yeah. she's admitted to, you know, wanting to slit uh, another inmate's throat. Right. Um, and she's stabbed or harmed other people while she's been in there. Right. So the thing that gets me is she's like, I'll be fine. You know, you can release me. I've spent, I've done my time now for Katie Ratcliffe's murder. She actually got convicted of manslaughter. Okay. Which I think is crazy to me because stabbed over thirty times, times right? Thirty-two times, sexual nature and everything. So she ended up only getting manslaughter in fourteen years, right? But because of her hate behavior, she hasn't been right. able to get out. And why, been, but my thing yeah. is, why would you? Her violence and her rage has right. not changed yeah. since she has been in the facility at all. Yeah, going in and then right. it just kept going. Yeah, I think insta yeah, she's institutionalized and yeah, we just gotta leave her in there. That's it. You right. can't like much I just else. I feel like she's just a, a lost cause. And uh yeah, she's you know, tried her best to, you know, try to petition and get out and be like, Well, I feel I'm reformed and I've been here longer. No, no. When you're still stabbing staff members and you're harming inmates that you're in with, no, I don't think you're reformed. I just think you wanna get a bigger platform and get out to Pick some more random victims. like, And that's the crazy part. Katie Ratcliffe, unfortunately, was a random victim that she just wanted because she said she had a desire to kill someone. Right. Just that. Yeah. That's all that was. And she just, she didn't feel any remorse. Um, and that's the thing. She's never felt any remorse for her behavior or mm -hmm. any of the things she's done. And just like, uh, you know, two years uh, to the anniversary of Katie Ratcliffe's murder, 
she turns around and stabs a, a, a classmate. Like, I mean, really? in the bathroom. Like, can you help me look for something? And then stabs her, punctures her lungs. Luckily, the girl lived. But she just has no remorse. And she, you know, they would call her uh, the devil's daughter just for the simple fact of um, she said when she was uh, killing Katie that she saw the devil. Right. And um, and she was just, it was a, a turn on to her for her to mutilate and violate this girl. And Katie Radcliffe was actually 18 and Sharon was 12 when she murdered her. Yeah. Death in 1992. 19, uh, yes, 1992. Stabbed yeah. a stranger to death in 1992. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it just, it, it you know what? She's got mind. the she's got like the creepy level of if you've ever seen the horror movie, like the strangers. Mm-hmm. Like it it feels like that's like one of the faces behind the mask. It's right. like this endless smiling kind of right. like, hey, and- how you doing? And, and, like right. you know you're like how how what the hell are you I doing know, like, like she's just unsurprisingly terrifying do you know right. what i mean like she's so amused and it's so entertaining to her and even when she was stabbing the classmate right they, she stated that uh sharon was throwing the knife from one hand to the another oh god was, as oh, if like it was on. like you're like oh my god there's so much fun as if you're taunting your victim before you're going to stab them that's so terrifying like oh. and she just stood over with no remorse smile on her face she just wasn't she wasn't moved by anything. She just thinks like it's this. a joke. It's she not fun it's anymore, it's, Sherry. Right. It's not funny. All right? This is scary stuff. There's a 12-year-old who this, likes stabby stabs. That is just, it, it blows uh. your mind. And they say she's the youngest in the UK. But uh, actually, Mary, uh, she she comes in close second. Mary was, uh, they, even though they're saying the youngest in the UK, I have to double check and see exactly where Mary was. Mary was 11. When she killed preschoolers. Oh wow! Holy right. cow! Yeah, she's a real treat. Yeah, That's intense. Okay, we got to save that one for the next one. Basically, That's like, insane. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a she's Child a force to be reckoned with. Also, like preschoolers, eleven, like really? preschoolers. Yeah, like, That's uh on. What what were you thinking? This like, is like Star Wars level kind of, and I only say that because he slaughtered a bunch of children. But yeah, um, in a movie, that's the movie. That's um, pretty vicious. I did not know. I didn't know about the youngest uh, or one of the 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 eleven year old, possibly the second youngest, Devil's Daughter. Yes, that's a terrifying name. Convert. Every picture is kind of adorable. I will say, if you look up pictures. Right. It's kind of Sharon just kind of looking like a little teenage, you know, and yeah, you're just kind of like, oh, and then they they stab brutally. And you wouldn't even see her coming. Like, it blows your mind. Like, you wouldn't even think. Like, you'd be like, are you joking? It's very scary stuff. And then I think that the thing that blows us away, uh, especially uh, for adults, is the fact that these killers at 12, like Jasmine Richardson, killing your parents at 12. Sharon Carr picking a random person to stab all because she fantasized about killing someone and yeah. she felt that she was born to be a murderer. Yeah. Like, every time you have to investigate the families and like every single day, because it's just, it's just aberrant behavior. That's either tied to mental illness right. and it's aberrant and you don't know what's going on. Or there can be a combination of both where mental illness is, goes back in the family and it's going to start exhibiting in the kids. And then there's trauma from, you know, all that stuff. So like, it's ridiculous. And uh, they ended up, her diagnosis with uh, schizophrenia delusions. Yeah, sure, sure. She's got bats in the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Basically. She's got Tweety Birds. Yeah, one thing about her it. is she's definitely batshit crazy. There's no, well, there's no, no other her, way to dress that up. Like, yeah, how perfect horrendous. is that? Sharon Crazy Car. Like, it's kind of, you can work it. Like, nicknames, the devil's daughter is much scarier. 
thank you. But like, I keep thinking of her kind of like, you know, every once in a while I've met, you know, let's, and I also accidentally dated, you know, a young lady right. who, you know, would exhibit some symptoms of what I would call Even like bits CAs, of mental illness, you know, red flags. You're like, you know, oh, but I kind of liked her. So I ignored them. Yeah. Ignored one specifically, okay. but that's, you know, maybe that we'll talk about that and irk your soul. So I don't know, but this is crazy. I had not, this is, um, yeah. So let us know if you find the, uh, the Mary, yes, whoever the other kid might be, who's even younger and killed in preschool kids. That's, right. And she married cow. her. Right. Married her when she was 11. But I think because of where, uh, yeah, of course, which, where Sharon Carr is, I don't, think Mary was in the UK, but yeah. to history, uh, Sharon Carr is the youngest in the UK. Wow. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, the sad part is you're like, you would like to think she'd be the youngest period, right. but it's like these kids, I just don't understand where they're snapping or where they're doing this stuff at 12. Like, yeah. this is, I think this is the stuff that really blows your mind. And then they usually have a journal or you're like, bitch, if you're journaling, like really like, right. you're like, you're such a child. Like you're, yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. journaling, but yet you want to murder people. You right. irk my soul. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so horrendous. Right. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, she's a beast, but she wants out and she's 42 now. And I'm like, no, you should just keep her in. I think she should just stay where she's at. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think there's Definitely. any hope for her whatsoever. No, there can't be. No, when it comes in, you know, how, uh, what is it? Candidate always like, oh, we can reform him. Yeah, I bet you if they had Sharon Carter, it would change the laws there, though. They were like, yeah, we're not, there, there's no help for her. Like, she's just a lost cause. And the sad part is, I feel like if she got out, I feel like she'd definitely do it again. I feel like she would definitely go out of her way to be like, oh, let me find just someone else random to see if I, if I still have it in me. I still get the same feeling if it excites me. I mean, the one, the big one who is here, it was here in Philly, uh, a, t- a serial killer. Uh, yeah, Joseph Callinger was the guy I was trying to think of. Uh, so if you a little cut in there, boom, we're exposing you behind the wall. But yeah, this guy super mentally ill, but was like a family guy. Um, and I would love for you to cover him one time because he's okay, right here in Philadelphia. Know. It's you will be when I tell you that he made his own kit like these, like his kids and stuff mm-hmm. were like almost like feral. Like they became feral. He was like doing things in his basement that I think will blow your mind. But I'm saying that that he was interviewed later in prison. Okay. Uh, and when he was interviewed in prison, he, they were like, um, I think it was, uh, it was, it was one of the people that you would know. Now, uh, you know, who's the was the one interview guy with the big mustache from back in the day? Uh, that guy. He's like. He he gets the interview with him and he's he was like, Would you um would you would you think you would you know want to get out of here? He's like, Oh, uh no, probably not. And it's like, would you kill again? And he was like, Oh yes, I would definitely kill. I would definitely like you know, a right, lot of times like, they're just yeah. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, like why wouldn't I? You're like, um, Which, if I got out, why wouldn't I try to get yeah. and that's the part that gets you because especially like with uh Ted Bundy, he wanted right. to get his numbers up. Right. Him escaping, right. His first escape was one thing, but his second escape. He was like, I'm gonna make this count. Yeah. And like he definitely wanted to get his numbers up. But just like a uh, one person I'm definitely gonna touch on at one point, uh, which is Sam Little. Oh, Sam yeah. Little is 93 broads. Yeah. And he drew pictures of all of them because he remembered them and it was so vivid. And the crazy part is <laughs> oh Sam Little is piece work. So he was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like, Don't you dare call me a rapist. Right. Every woman I was with wanted me. Right. I'm a murderer, yeah. not a rapist. <laughs> okay. Right. Really? Okay. He was like so trying to rapist. Part. Right. You're like, woo, rapist, don't insult me. If you're gonna show me some respect, a murderer is like, <laughs> I swear, like I'm upper yeah. echelon. Like rapists are bums, but murderers, murderers. are better. You're like, really? Is... Okay, Sam. 
Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he did. And he said it when he was 12. And this is the thing. Now it's going to make people be like, he looked at my 12-year-old. Yeah, uh, Sam Little stated that, though. He had a fixation with women's necks when he was 12. He was, oh, yeah, okay. he had a Some people would go into jewelry, maybe making right. necklaces, something like that. Right. What yeah, did he do? Things. What did he end up doing? Oh, killing 90-something people? Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting yeah. way to deal about it. Hmm. So you, it's crazy because you wonder, even though they say something like, you know, oh, well, at 12, I was this and that. You wonder, like, oh. when did it really start forming? Yeah. Honestly, true. did it start forming maybe at 10 or 11? Or not only that, um, I think the part that people fail to realize, uh, especially like uh, the one we covered, uh, Charles Brandt, like he got away with those murders and you never, you know, he's just never had to serve time. And he had a family and got married and enjoyed his life, but he was able to maneuver and commit all these crimes and he was impeccable with it. Like it just, it blows your mind because you think to yourself, what is going through a person's mind? And not only that, 80% of crimes, are emotional and it's by usually someone you know. Right. So the 20%, like when you have like a Ted Bundy, uh, right. when you have Gacy, uh, when you have Richard Ramirez, nice talker, it blows your mind because you're like, you're just picking random people. Right. Like you just, it's you just want to, right. You just want right. an experiment. You're just like, who is going to be lucky today? Eeny, meeny, miny, you got to go. Yeah. Right. You're like, it, it just, it blows your mind that, a person can have that much rage in, in the things that they do. And I right. think that's what blows your mind with Sharon Carr because she, just like when they interrogated her and she talked for hours, she thought it was funny. She thought it was a joke. It was very amusing to her. It was amusing to her to sexually assault and mutilate this girl's body. It right. brought her satisfaction. So it it, yeah. it it gets you to the point where, Granted, she was, you know, sexually assaulted by her parents. Right. Uh, possible the, mental illness in the, the family. Basically, um, right. And you think to yourself, wh- when did that become a, a point where it turns you on for right. you to torture or inflict pain on someone like that? And to, can you imagine someone stabbing you in the vagina? Come on. I man. mean, I yes, mean, I can. No, I can't imagine. Can't, okay, that. that's, thanks. It's going to be tough. Be like, sure. It'd be I'm weird gonna... if I was like, of course I can, Sherry. Of course I can imagine that. No, I'm not that good. Um, It just blows your mind. These people are great. Like, it's just, and the crazy part is, and just like someone else said to me, one of my friends, they were like, well, you never run out of stories. Yeah. And you won't. These people are just, they're like a piece of work. It just, you'll never run out of stories because these people are really crazy. And it's interesting because I have people that will call me or they'll message me and be like, oh, you need to look this person up. You need to look that person up. Right, right, right. Sure. And um, it is, it's just, these some of these stories they just blow your mind like the things they do uh not having any remorse and then Sharon, and, and what cracks me up is Sharon Carr really truly believes she should be let out she's like I served my time right okay first of all you shouldn't have got manslaughter the, the account should have been higher right. I don't understand how it wasn't first, first degree you picked a random person 32 times you said them right come on now like stop it but for you to think oh I deserve to get out You've been a problem every facility you've hit. Right. You've tried to stab the staff. You've went after your inmates, attacked them. Like, at one point, do you stop? Like, you know, like, she's going to be like, well, I'm getting kind of old. No, 42, you're still pretty good to go. I think you, 
I'm pretty sure you can maneuver good enough that you'd be able to stab someone at least 40 something times this time and see if you can set a record. Like, yeah, every time I, you know, every time we have a meeting with you, I'm worried I'm going to leave there with a hole in me. Like, I want, you know what I mean? Like, let's, I, I, when that stops happening, when I stop having that feeling, then maybe we'll think about it. Um, I think we know it's a soul of some people in the room and me as well. Um, yeah, because you're faring pretty rough today. You got a yeah. pretty rough yeah. situation going on. I don't yeah, know if people can though. hear it. I think they can. Not only a little bit because you're soldiering on. But the smoke outside is messing with your lungs. It definitely is. <laughs> it's not great. It definitely is. I had an asthma attack today. It just oh, blew my mind. I yeah. was like, and you know, it's crazy because I took my son to school. And when I got there, everyone in the office looked at me like, you all right? Oh, no, she's not doing well. And then I had to sit down and they're like, you got asthma? She can't breathe. Someone get water. And, it, and the first thing that pops in my head is, this is embarrassing. Uh-huh. And they're like, don't be embarrassed. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed. Like, you're like, I would like to fall apart at home. Like, you're like I don't want to fall apart in public. Oh, it was, it was hard. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Look at it. It was bad. It was really bad. Look, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. And they were like, don't say sorry. No, this is embarrassing. They were like, right. why would you be embarrassed? I feel like I'm about to stop breathing any minute now. A little embarrassing. Now, right. and now if I die, uh, you know, I won't be embarrassed because I won't, you know, I'll be dead. So I won't feel it. But mm. anywho, yeah, it was it was killing me. The, the smoke like and everything character else. character from Malcolm in the Middle who always breathes slow. And it's annoying, you know, if you right. ever watch that. Like, and I will love it if you could pick a kid up. <laughs> Are you okay? Sure. What's wrong? Are you okay? Breathe. And my breathe. son's all hype. He's like, woo, school yeah, time. Like, and I'm over here ready to die. You're like, yeah, you're and the then they grab him like, like a dance to next to you. He's, like, hey, he's doing a TikTok dance. Like, yeah, you're, you're you know, like, he's like, stop moving. I can't. The smoke's in the, you got young, young lungs. I gotta stop smoking cigarettes too. Like the sad part is that I passed out and hit the floor. I know my son would be like, "All right, well, I'm gonna just give you a hug, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a kiss goodbye." He was I'm like, sure. "Hope you get up soon." Though, look, he'd be like this: "Hope you get up soon. Yeah, I won't yeah, be too yeah. late." Mom, like, mom, you money, know, I need money here. for lunch. I need money for mom. <laughs> and I know be like this: "Should uh, I just uh, go in your uh, wallet?" Uh, yeah, you start yeah. twitching. He'd be like, "Let me just get your wallet out. I'm gonna need your credit lunch. card for yeah, this. Yeah. Let me just take your card." Yeah, it was. Oh, it was a rough. It was a rough paper route. Well, I'm hoping this clears up and you're like, you're going to go to the doctor. I mean, you got to be irked. Does the doctor irk you? And that's why you haven't gone. Or do you have a, no. you know, you only get an asthma attack. You said like every once in a while. So yeah, it's do you not, have a little, right. uh, you yeah, to, usually it's to, like stress and exertion. And the crazy part is I didn't have an inhaler. You I don't, don't have an inhaler. One. No, I have one right this minute. Oh, okay, but, I mean, yeah, I'm not dumb. You're like, not okay. in my studio. You don't yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, you please. lost your mind. No, but I don't normally carry one because yeah. I don't get it. And, uh, the sad part is, uh, you know, if I was in public and I passed out from the asthma attack, That'd be kind the of sad funny. part is like, it's at least four or five females that would be like, please die already. You're like, oh, oh right. Bitch. True. Yeah. Not yeah, give yeah. me that satisfaction. Yeah. You're like, mm, no, not yet. And you're like, yeah. man, it's, it's enough for us that hate me, but you're like, bitch, not today. <laughs> you crawling out there like right behind you. Like, come on. Right. You're like, take on. your last breath. It's not funny. You're like this. You're like this. On, Can't breathe. You're like, well, bitch, you're still breathing and we're waiting for you to stop. Nope, didn't die yet, bitches. Nope, you're, but you're still dissing them on the way out. <laughs> right, basically. Your right. dumb eyebrows. Oh, my, Your eyebrows are stupid. Breath. I don't know who does this. <laughs> you're like on my last breath. Still don't. Yeah, 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 you don't got like me, bitch, but I'm all right. <laughs> I'll be all right. Even though I'm dead, bitch, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's how I get down. I love it. Yeah, yeah. My haters will be like, this bitch got me. Like, we gotta see if we can get her winded. Yeah, okay. You can be if you wanted to. <laughs> bitch, I will be an episode on this podcast for taking somebody out. Because just like these other people, 
you got to at least get your money's worth. Right. Don't off one person. At least take three. Yeah. Three gets you to serial killer True. status. Like, I mean, show some respect. Like, just one. You're like, I'm about to get time for one. You're like, if I'm going to do it, let's do it big. Do I go spree. I go spree your cereal, guys. Go right. spree your Basically. cereal. Right. It's not funny. I feel like people are taking us up on that offer. That's insane. <laughs> Somebody, you know, like, I feel like someone listening to the podcast is like, Sherry's free. I mean, Mark, I, think, so... I think that bitch is right. I should at least do a minimum of three. Because if you had one or two on your list, that's one thing. But once your list gets to three, you're like, fuck it. Let me see if I can get a fourth one on there. You're like, I'm just waiting for somebody just to make my day. You're like, bitch, try me. Mm. Oh, boy. But, yeah. Well, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just irked by, uh, you know, sometimes I go to the grocery store. What <laughs> <laughs> if it was like... I am pretty hurt by the the smoke as well. I mean, hey, I, I'm hurt in two different ways. I love it that like it's kind of a preview of like, hey guys, we need to watch the dry season and it gets extra dry. I don't know, climate change. Maybe we talk about it or don't. Because you could just have. We have too many fires. There was one in Jersey where I'm from, and then they had New York and everything like that. I don't know. I was supposed to go up to New York and just like do a couple spots and hang out or whatever. But uh, it's too, it's, you know. So we're all just sitting inside yeah, watching the, the world burn. The air quality is bad. I feel like it's about to become the movie The Mist in a minute. Like, I know. Oh, see that'd be so much better. Yeah, but I plan to be that one in the Jeep. Probably one of the happiest endings to a movie I've ever seen. That's the worst. You're like, that was the worst. Like, six love more it. seconds. You could have had, I love it. had everyone still That's with you. the best ending. Well, you're like, well, damn. Uh, well, I know. I'll live for you. And you're like this. Mm, you're I know. Like, <sighs> Secretly, I would kind of. No, no, I can't do that joke. Secretly, I'm kind of like. 20 minutes later, I'm kind of like, whoo, that was crazy, right? I mean, I can't believe that just happened. I like really thought it was that. I thought it was the whole thing that you guys came, but I know I shot them. I mean, but you know, I guess I, I was in a murder. I thought it was, you know, I didn't so, have one bullet, one more bullet left. I'm, I'm going to get out of here. You like, going to kill yourself? No, I, no, I, I, yeah, I don't like, know what it is. I got a new zeal in life. Yeah. You're like, myself. you're like, stop. Yeah. You're like, that's like, that's the best. Cause it was, it was funny. Cause you watch these serial killers and you'll see them. And they'll be like, whoa, I don't want the death penalty. You just yeah. murdered five people and now yeah. you're concerned about your death. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you're like, fine. All right. You didn't care about their murders, but yeah, you got to love them when they're like, eh, I don't want the death penalty. You think? Yeah. Really? At least it was uh, Edmund Kemper. I think Edmund Kemper had asked that he be decapitated or he was like, yeah, like if Edmund Kemper, cause he was just like, I'm, I'm a horrible human being. And I don't know. I've been thinking about like ways you guys can kill me. I think he wanted to be tortured. Oh yeah. And at least you're like, all right, fair enough, dude. Yeah. You murdered and sodomized Thank a lot you. of human heads. You're so. like, I don't see it. We like, we can make this real quick. But sodomy, I think that, I think the, the worst thing is though, that they sit on death row so long. Oh, sure. I just, I, I've, I've since said the Russian style of execution, it is unwavering. It's, it's very simple. It's a bullet in the back of the brain. They don't feel anything to right. our knowledge. And you know, the, any, that no one's ever complained. It doesn't take drugs. And for some reason, America's like wants to be ruthless, but just doesn't want to deal. It's very weird. It's amazing to me. Right. Because out of all the violence, and then you'll hear people say, I don't believe in the death penalty. Right. I hear what you're saying, but, um, once you killed three or more people and you're sitting up here talking and bragging about it, right. I don't see the point on why we're using tax dollars mm. for you to get all right. of this, uh, right. the three meals Just a day, air, uh, shower, yeah. you're getting the best medical care you get. It's people out here that don't have health insurance, but you're yeah. getting everything you need. You if this, yeah, if everything stuff. else was taken care of right. 
And then we were kind of talking about, well, is it worth, you know, the, the life that we're doing? And of course, then, you know, it's funny when the Christians are like, you know, don't have abortions, but yeah, we'll kill them, which right. I just love back and forth. I mean, let's go both. <laughs> no, Thank no. you. Um, right. They kill you. Yeah, yeah, like, like but you're like, really? Okay. It's an interesting. Yeah, I know. Then you get into that, but you're right. We don't even have tax money. Like you're like, why don't we put some tax money into uh, poverty? And maybe we'll have less people on death row. I don't know. Crazy idea. Thank you. You know what I mean? It, does, uh, it just blows what do you got coming up? How about you? What do you got? Anything going on? Anyone you want to shout out? Denny Live. Shout out to Denny Live for not oh, being here. Uh, no, trying no. to claim the show for himself. So, I know right. what he's doing. But I'll give him credit. He's in Miami, though. He's in uh, Miami. Of course he's yes. in Miami. Yeah, I know. He's partying. Oh, cool. right. oh, it's so tough. Yes, he's in Miami. He's probably having a rough His day wife better be with him. I'll tell you that much. Do not leave him out there by himself. Right, right. Yeah, no. You can't send Denny Live to uh, mm. no Miami by himself. No, no. I'm, no praying, I'm praying she's got a lead on him. Yeah. 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 So and uh, not only that, uh, she's got to be a saint tolerating. Yeah, like he's just uh, a whole handful. Uh, kind of miss him uh, talking about how reckless he is or uh, his pimp moves. Yeah, yeah, trying to make. Was oh, that out. what he's calling him? He's calling him pimp moves. Nice. Yeah, you know he he doesn't say a pimp. What is he? He says management <laughs> style. Pussy, only listen, pussy, you gotta vagina love vagina style management like, or something. You're like, <laughs> oh, you're mad? No, um, I just do like uh, I like do coordination. I'm a pussy consultant. Right. Yeah. You're like, I'm a coordinator for obtaining dick. So yeah, yeah, I coordinate yeah. oh. how the pussies, you know, spread out across the board. Right. And, um, you know, if I just get like a little schedule and, yeah, um, you know, uh, and then it's a fee agency fee. Sure, you're like, no bitch or pimp, but okay. You can dress it up however you want. Yeah. Yes, the spade is still speed. But, right. um, yes. So then he's supposed to be, Back next week. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Okay. He'll be back here talking trash as usual. Um, but what do you have? I know you have a show. Yeah, I got a show. Uh, I have a show tonight. You can come on out, but uh, this probably won't be out till then, but it's okay. But uh, come out uh, Friday since this will be out. Come out Friday to Myers Brewing Company on Gerard Ave, right in Fishtown uh, in Philly. We got two great shows, 7 30 and 9 30 show. And Oh, okay. Come I'm on gonna, out, I'm little, out there and Bobby. Little bar show. You might want to. I mean, if air, I mean, this is yeah, all air quality. You're gonna be. Oh, is this is really. I really. Uh, no, no, Neil, stop. You're a good-looking guy. Oh, Sherry, go home. You gotta go home. You gotta go you're like, home. Is she man. laughing? No, or is she about to pass out right you're now? Drunk you're like, too. I, I can tell. I you're, you're, like, drunk. you're like, she's looking a little lightheaded. You're like, please don't. <laughs> Please, Are you drinking? Myself. Oh my god, you can't be drinking and breathing like this. It's good. That hurt. You can't be drinking and doing this. What are you doing? You are hysterical. That is, yes, no, but you should, yeah, come on out, of course. I know I'm excited for, uh, I think someone's got some shows coming up soon. I'm excited to come out and see you doing some shows. So yes, uh, I'm going to get back into swinging things. Everyone yes. else keeps giving me a hard time. I know. Like, are you not getting out? And I am. I am. Yes. Uh, yeah, as long as I'm still, God willing, I'm still breathing. Uh, you know, yes. as you know, these asthma jokes. I'm pretty sure... Uh, you know, somebody will come up with the nickname Wheezy or some shit soon. Yeah, so, something's know. going on. You're, you're... Yeah, pretty much. They'll be making fun of me, but you know, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> no, well, Danny would probably want me to do a sexist joke here where it was like, well, yeah, you'd be like the Wheezy hot chick or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like you know, be... or no, something he would say, he'd be like, yo, you got to pay extra for that wheezing. Yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, you're like, like, okay, <laughs> right. I'm about to die, but now you want to charge him extra for wheezing. Right, okay. Right. You're horrible. You're like, oh my God, you almost about to make her stop breathing. You're like, Come like on. really? I know. Denny. That's crazy. Damn you, we're turning into Denny. Look, you're like, we are. we're turning into Denny. We're, we're, we're doing hard. We made we're ourselves hard. stupid. Well, listen, yeah. no, I love Denny. Denny, I hope you're doing well in Miami. Hope to see you soon. Yes, Denny, we expect you to come back and uh, start your same rhetoric and show off and talk to us more about your uh, 
Yeah. Management skills, you know. Yeah, check out um at comedian Sherry on IG, and uh, I'm I'm a wood on IG if you want to check me out too. But this has been a good podcast. This has been terrifying. Yes, it, about it, a twelve year old that I hope not to run into and get stabbed. Right, basically. So now when you meet a kid and you're like, "How old are you? 12. Ooh, uh, go over that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. You're about to go wrong right uh, now. I don't know where you're going. You're like, this is just going left or right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Go far left. I don't know. Just get away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's going to make SDU. you pay attention to kids. I'm, so. I'm calling the show Law and Order. I'm calling him immediately. I'm like, get this kid the fuck out. No, he's been touched. He's going to start stabbing. And then we're going to do that whole episode arc where it's like, well, what do you do? Because the kid stabbed, but it was really the parents' fault. I'm like, just get it away from me. And then she gets over here like, doo doo. Yeah. Like, boom, boom. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We did. We had fun. No, we did have fun. Yeah, we did. And luckily, I didn't uh, fall out. And, uh, <laughs> you have not passed out yet? Yeah, you know, luckily, I'm still standing. I'm. Pretty sure I'll go back in the air and then, you know, later on. You today, should I'll just pass out for the air. You like, literally be like, when if ratings go up if I just fall out? And they'd be like, oh my God, what she did. And you'd be like, next episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see if she's still alive. You're like, make sure she doesn't come out. Oh, we get like, we got to see if she's dead or alive. We got to keep it a secret. Like, it's like yeah. an episode of Dallas. From like me. a nail biter. <laughs> like, you sure you did? You're like, mm, not sure. You're like, set on the thing. They're like, rest in peace. I don't know. We haven't seen her yet. <laughs> she stopped reading on the podcast. <laughs> then bitches be like, yes. Well, we just Ding go there. It's just medical crimes to remember. And we just change. I just told, changed the tone of the show. I'm still here. Like she died. She unfortunately died from uh, smoke inhalation. Right. You're like wheezing to remember. You're like, wait, what? Mm. Oh, this has been a great time. I'm hoping. Oh, who might we have for the next episode? Do you know? I don't yet? know. So now you brought that up. So the shoemaker. So you're making me want to. I think you should do the shoemaker for uh, one. It's got the mental illness in there. Right. From a young age. His really? parents. Yes. He was adopted by two people who hated him to have fun he did not enjoy him ever enjoying himself they literally were like you are you we got you to work that is what you are here for yeah not to have fun that sort of sounds like you know uh, with uh, women and they messed him up with his penis as well they told him yeah they they told him some messed up stuff about it's gonna be interesting when you when you check it out i think the audience will like it they were they messed him up from a young age so it follows that same line but he had like a very long Killing kind of career, really? okay. and uh, yeah, it's so pretty crazy stories. Sort yeah. of like when you guys are out with your friends and we call you and you sound happy as shit. And you're like, oh, you fuck hate is you so it. happy for? And you, you be like, hate it. hey, what's gonna be like? Whoa, why are they so loud? What are you doing? We're at the bar. Fuck you, so happy. I know. For? I like, got it. Every time I meet you, I feel like I should have met women, and I should come in with that energy so that that's my normal energy, right? You know, right? Because you know you're in the house and you're like, "Hey, babe," you're like, "Right." Um, and then when I see y'all with your friends, like, "Yeah, drink so You're like, "The hell are you like? Stop acting like uh, you're free. Like, what is wrong with you? You like, like you're a free agent. You're like, just calm down. Just because you got out. Like, I know it's great. Act it's like we so hold you good. Back. I know. Every time you see a smile, you're just mad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes you know we don't. We want you to be happy within reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like within reason. That's what Not too like. happy. Yeah, you know. Calm down. Don't get too excited. Yeah, you know. It's nice to know women aren't crazy. <laughs> no, no, not even a little. This is big crimes to remember. I gotta go, guys. I gotta get out of here. I'm getting a weird eye from Sherry. I'm a little worried. <laughs> he was like, she's Something making me nervous. Like, I don't know if she's gonna start wheezing or if she's just inhaler, holding a knife off screen. She's, she's wheezing. I'm a little she worried. Come back and it's like, now I'm the new producer. And they'd be like, where's Neil? He's fine. You're like, no, I think he's in the basement. <laughs> You're like, I think she locked him up. Definitely. But yes, you guys definitely follow me on uh, Comedian Sherry on Instagram and on Facebook, Sherry Franklin, and definitely make sure you like, subscribe, and please comment on the podcast. I like to hear everyone's comments and feedback um, on the podcast. Now, in real life, 
I like some of you bitches to keep your comments to yourselves. Right. But when it comes to the podcast, like, comment, subscribe. That makes me happy. This has been Crimes to Remember with Comedian Cherry. Subscribe on YouTube at Crimes to Remember, rate and review us on your favorite audio platform, and follow us on Instagram at Comedian Sherry. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.